Hospitality Insights podcast, In Focus. The impact that COVID-19 is having on the hospitality industry is palpable. There's no time more important than right now to come together, share information and discuss what this means for our future. Join us every week for a fresh episode of conversation, insight and analysis with contributions from senior people across the industry. We hope you enjoy listening. My guest this week is Asli Kutdujan, Chief Development Officer at Sykus Hospitality. Asli's responsibilities at Sykus include acquisition, negotiation and the execution of deals across the UK and continental Europe, whilst also overseeing the hotel openings and technical services team. Asli blends extensive hands-on experience, including General Manager for Fraser's Hospitality, and the management team at Wilderbilt Hall on Rhode Island with a Harvard University real estate management education coupled with a finance MBA from Liverpool University and a finance certificate from Cornell University. I'm delighted to welcome Ashley to the InFocus podcast. Ashley, welcome. Hi, Emily. Thank you very much for having me. I'm very happy to be uh, joining you today. How are you? I am very good. Thank you very much. And first of all, uh, you know, everyone that we know in our company, in my friends and family, we sort of so far all healthy and well. So that was the most important thing, uh, of course, for like everybody else. And second reason why I'm so happy is back in the continental Europe, we're already back on the road. And as a developer, you know, that's why I live for to be able to go around the different countries to visit our partners, our teams, and, and, and talk to them in person. And uh, having started doing that around for the last five weeks, and today I'm talking to you from Vienna, beautiful, sunny Vienna. I am very good. Thank you. How is continental Europe? For those of us who haven't left the four walls of our, our home office at best for the last three weeks, give us a little glimpse into what the outside feels like and looks like. Yes, I, I never thought that I would be asked this question uh, probably until now in my lifetime. But listen, it, it's of course, um, it's, uh, it's back to life and uh, what I can describe as being back to life on the street and day-to-day life in each cities. Uh, however, I think where I get a little bit uh, reminded about the impact of COVID is always every time I'm at the airport. Uh, again, last night at Schiphol Airport and landing into Vienna Airport, these airports used to be the busiest airports where I will have to be at least a couple of hours beforehand and you know, and it's like ghost town. And that's the only bit that makes me a little bit sad. But then when I'm on the street, the business is back, meetings are taking place and people are just want to, you know, get on with life, get on with the economy, get on with their business. Of course, everybody is much more cautious. Everybody's taking the precautions and everywhere you go, people have masks and nobody shake hands and hugs like we used to do. So, you know, it, it's important that we are aware the, the, the danger is around us. But the sentiment uh, we have here in continental Europe, we're back to business. We need to get back to business. That's really reassuring to hear. Thank you for sharing. What, tell me about your, what, how have the last four months been? Um, I'm interested to know perhaps initially what your priorities were and now as we're emerging and life is beginning to get back to normal, where are you focusing your time and energies? Look, like any other operator, our first and foremost important priority was our team and our guests and especially 
having so many extended state properties uh, that we had in UK and, and continental Europe, we actually uh, didn't have a total shutdown. So our ambition was that how can we carry on uh, these hotels and continue these guests who are either stranded or have to be there uh, to create a safe environment for our guests as well as our team members. And that was the one and only priority we had. Um, of course, um, that obviously um, uh, we, we were very, very happy that how our teams reacted there. They're, they were extraordinary. I mean, I know uh, every operator or every manager will be very proud of their teams. It's like being proud of your kids, no matter what. Uh, but I must say, uh, the way the teams have put themselves out there saying, we want to stay here, we want to look after our guests, we want to look after our hotels, even before we ask them. That was very uh, important for me. So once we know, uh, sort of get used to what was the lockdown meant and how, uh, you know, and making sure that the hotels and customers and guests, uh, so employees are safe, then of course we had to resume back to how are we going to uh, navigate through this period. Uh, this is not a holiday and this is a, you know, we, we, we still have to carry on doing the business. We still have to be, um, you know, on top of our what's going on and, uh, and we adopt every each day and i think um i have used roughly six to eight different apps and softwares uh and, and i i am really becoming a bit allergic to the uh, cameras on my laptop and etc but uh listen uh, that those were the priorities so once we settled into the new norm during the lockdown we just continued like every day every other day that we had our business active so you, have you got slight Zoom fatigue? I, I have, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, you mentioned mm-hmm. you mentioned extended stay, which like is a synonymous with, and from all all reports, all forecasts, all the uh, all, all sort of initial um, outlooks, it, extended the extended stay model looks like it will weather this storm very well, due to the ability for guests to isolate. It does largely cater for business travellers, though historically which is an area of travel which has suffered extensively and, and looks uncertain as to when it will return. What are you, how are you approaching this internally? What's your thinking and, and will you adapt in any way? Look, extend the stay. Yes, you're right. Business is one of the key uh, business, you know, uh, market driver for this kind of segment. But for example, during the lockdown, obviously we had, um, you know, in certain locations, 25%, something locations, 30% occupancy. And these were the frontline uh, sports staffs. These were the IT engineers that still need to maintain the, you know, IT infrastructure of these uh, big corporations or the airports or the whatever you can think of. So uh, business is a very large uh, market segment that has, uh, everybody thinks that okay, is that just the corporates, you know, the likes of the, the IBMs and Deutsche Banks and etc. Yes, they are key business drivers for us, but that that segment is not just uh, that kind of a uh, um, uh, corporate segment. Now, what the sentiment uh, I can tell you, both uh, from our own experiences as well as all the business partners uh, we are now visiting and talking with, every single corporation wants to get back on the road. You know, everybody realized that the business uh, 
they need to be able to meet people, be at their offices and etc. And yes, it has damage now and most large corporations uh, have uh, bigger restrictions because of the insurance and liabilities. But we foresee that once um, you know, the vaccination, which we, we foresee that there's going to be a, a soon, uh, hopefully one coming out. And when all the big corporations kind of feel comfortable and their insurances and, and their liabilities sort of removed from traveling, they're going to come back. But next six to eight months, is it going to be easy? Of course not. But I think after that, uh, we will start resuming back slowly but surely uh, to the new, uh, sort to the, to the back to the normal uh, behaviors of corporate market. In the middle of the crisis, you announced five new recruits, pretty senior appointments, to help deliver your European expansion plans. I wondered whether, as a business, you've we've talked we we've talked a lot about the word pivot during the crisis. Have you had to adapt and pivot your business strategy, or is the recruitment drive the expansion plans as it was pre-COVID and will continue to be? Very good question, Emily. Thank you for asking that because. One thing perhaps it's important that I, I talk a little bit about uh, the, the, the structure for or, or the current portfolio we have. So we have, yes, uh, hotels across five countries, 25 hotels across five countries. However, um, we have about 11 of them under construction. And uh, so during the COVID, actually, one of the perhaps saving graces is that I didn't have all of my portfolio open up and running, especially those with the leases. They were all under construction. They're still under construction. And um, so that was sort of one important you know, uh, point to mention. Uh, and secondly, the reason why we made those appointments is all geared up towards the opening of all these hotels towards the end of this year and early next year and mid next year. So from our perspective, our business plan, yes, of course, it's affected, but it hasn't had this... Uh, detrimental damage on our uh, company structure, corporate finance, and our future plans. So we are cautious, and nobody still knows exactly where we're going to end up from, you know, six months from now. And if if there's a second wave and, and no cure, I suppose we're all going to have to pick up our bags and find a different line of business. Uh, but I think that's very unlikely. Therefore, we still have a strong belief in hospitality and travel industry and we have some exciting projects and hotels that are sort of actually uh, due, were due to open before COVID end of this year, and they're still on track. So we are opening our first two double-decker hotels uh, in, in France, in Paris. Uh, we have openings in the UK. Uh, we have this gorgeous hotel in London City Airport that we're opening with our partners. It's a courtyard. We have... Um, other hotels opening uh, across, uh, you know, uh, Western UK. So we, we, we are still, you know, looking towards the future. Yes, we did make ad- adjustments on our business cases. Yes, we did make adjustments on our operating model in the hotels. But that didn't affect our approach to bigger picture and bigger strategy. Uh, we thinking long term and planning long term. And therefore, we continue uh, be cautiously expanding our teams and our portfolio. That's deeply reassuring to hear. Thank you. Your belief, you mentioned the strong, your your strong belief in hospitality and travel is uh, is still very, very present. And you work closely with a number of investors. Is their, their feeling towards the sector the same? 
Yes, listen, I think uh, we, we sort of currently moved uh, into a buyer's market. You know, that's for sure. We are in a buyer's market. And uh, because there is still a lot of liquidity, especially across the funds and <clears throat> investment, different type of investment uh, companies, the liquidity is still there. And there are uh, already quite a lot of distressed assets. So actually, I'm receiving more and more calls every day from uh, investors asking me, is there any opportunities that we can work together? Is there any you know, distressed asset we can buy? So I think uh, you know, every downturn is a big opportunity for some. So at the moment, the sentiment is that if somebody is already in a hotel uh, investment world that understand hotel markets, markets, how cyclical it is, they actually see this is a great opportunity. Uh, and therefore, um, we, we, we are seeing that the, the interest into our industry by investors has not decreased. In fact, it is now their turn to actually go out and start their shopping spree. As we sort of draw our conversation to a, a close, I want to revisit something that you touched on very early on, which was the importance of people and safety. And, and you mentioned this incredible response that your team showed to delivering hospitality crisis or no crisis that's that's what they they do that's that what they um brings them deep joy to do and your i think psychus from what i understand places a, a big importance on people and culture it's very present on your website in the language used and the tone why is that a fundamental sort of pillar to your business and how has that weathered covid how has that responded to covid yeah thanks uh, listen we are in people's business. I mean, first of all, that's what we do. Um, we are a, essentially a service company. We are, and, and we are only in this business doing what we do every day uh, because we have people serving other people. And therefore, talent and our, our workforce is our most important and biggest asset as Psychos Hospitality. That there is no other. You know, we're not an investment firm. We're not a real estate owner. Uh, we are in this business uh, to have the best talent to be able to give best service so that our investment partners can do more and more hotels with us. Uh, so in a service industry, uh, we, we, for us, we cannot be in this industry without putting this emphasis. During COVID, especially having this incredible workforce we have who's been working in our hotels day in, day out, and their only excitement in, on the drive of, of doing what they're doing is to connect with people. Suddenly, a majority of them had to stay at home and, and, and kind of been disconnected from all that uh, passion they have. So we really had to uh, really be uh, in touch with them uh, just to carry on every day or as often as we can. Uh, having casual chats and, and making sure they're okay and being there for them virtually. Uh, and now that uh, the hotel businesses, you know, uh, are, the rest of the hotels are opening and, and the full workforce are coming back to work, uh, all we want to do, especially as the executive team and the managers of Psychos, go around and just basically spend more time with them and, and, and sort of thank them for their, you know, support during these times and uh, continue creating bigger and, and more amazing uh, teams across these five countries. That's our only uh, reason, reason for existence, right? Absolutely, and a very worthwhile one. 
Ashley, I'd love to understand your, this has been monumental for both professionally and personally, but for the sector, what are your hopes specifically for the hospitality industry in a post-COVID-19 world? <laughs> well, I, I think it's, uh, we, we, for our industry, which was, you know, the whole reason we are in this industry, I'm in this industry, I think this is the one of the most exciting, most amazing industries, just because it's filled with people with passion and love and care, you know. And I just want that to continue uh, growing. And I, I just wish that, uh, you know, the business uh, will be, of course, have some impacts, especially in this next coming weeks and months until we adjust this, uh, the, even the barriers we have to put on receptions because of the, you know, the, the plastic guards and et cetera, which kind of feels with building wall between our teams and our guests. I think it's still going to be a little bit difficult to adjust, but I'm certainly sure that both our teams and uh, as well as our customers uh, adopt will adopt very quickly to these new norms and, and just uh, kind of finding different ways of expanding our uh, services and hospitality and, uh, yeah, and continue making this industry the greatest industry that exists. Cheers to that. Hear, hear to that. I hope so too. Ashley, it was an absolute pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much for joining me. My thanks to Ashley for her time, thoughts and insight. Reassuring to hear that everyone wants to get back on the road and to reconnect and with a strong belief in hospitality and travel industry. With talent as the biggest asset, connecting with people, sharing passion, love and care is firmly back on the agenda and we look forward to welcoming it with open arms. For more content with purpose, visit our website, hospitalityinsights.com, where you'll find more podcast conversations, articles, video interviews and news analysis. Join me next time for another industry conversation. And until then, take care and stay safe.